Voice of St. Louis original podcast. This is the St. Louis All Local Podcast. Here are today's stories from the KMOX Newsroom. After the recent deaths of several people in St. Louis caused by wild drivers, Mayor Tashara Jones signs into law a plan to spend $40 million in federal money for traffic calming measures. Applause from Liz Kramer of a citizens group for safer roads in St. Louis. For years, we've lived with streets that exacerbate the recklessness of drivers, and no one in our city should live in fear for their lives as they go from place to place. The plan also calls for the return of red light cameras to the city, something that was struck down by the Missouri Supreme Court last time as unconstitutional. Also, there would be more turnabout circles at intersections and concrete islands to reduce the number of traffic lanes and slow people down. A KMOX follow-up, a suspect charged in Sunday's crash at Grand Avenue and Forest Park Parkway that left four young people dead, four more seriously hurt. Police say 34-year-old Cedric Eugene Dixon drove around stopped traffic into oncoming lanes causing the crash. He faces involuntary manslaughter charges. Now a KMOX follow-up on the case of the 68-year-old woman viciously attacked while walking into the Straub's grocery on Kings Highway. KMOX had to dig to find out that the incident even happened. The victim's attorney tells us the circuit attorney's office has been stonewalling them. Michael Calhoun begins our coverage. The grandmother saw the suspect tampering with her car and called 911. That's when 59-year-old suspect John White allegedly walked to her, grabbed her, threw her to the ground, and began stomping on her head with his foot. Bystanders intervened, and inside the store, the suspect then attacked multiple employees, later a police officer, and it took a taser to eventually bring him down. But what happened after after that, the victim lying in the hospital wanted to know if she should be afraid. Her attorney found that question difficult to answer. We have done everything but beg the circuit attorney's victim advocate to just call us back. Attorney Scott Sherman says he couldn't even get the name of the suspect or a case number out of the circuit attorney's office. He eventually got the name through other means and found a judge's order that the circuit attorney tell the victim about an upcoming hearing on March 6th, which she otherwise would not have known about if he hadn't figured out through other means. So she feels maybe double victimized not only by this murderer who was on parole at the time allegedly but also by the very office that was set up to make crime victims like and I'll just use her first name Paula deserves to feel comfortable that the wheels of justice are spinning in her direction and that the information she deserves to have and has been ordered to have is not getting done. It's very disappointing. White, the suspect, was sentenced in 2001 to 25 years in prison for murder. He was released on parole by the state. KMOX News wants to know, did he commit any other parole violations before the Straub's attack? Michael Calhoun, KMOX News. I'm Maria Kina. KMOX found out about this attack from a tip. However, the St. Louis Police Department did not include the assault in their daily rundown of crime incidents last week. KMOX asked police spokeswoman Evita Caldwell why. She says usually only part one crimes like shootings, cuttings, and homicides are publicly listed. In that situation, there was no gun displayed. Um, apparently, he just used his hands to assault some people, so that's why that didn't make the actual incident summaries. Gun or no gun, if a murderer body slams a 70-year-old woman and they know about it, they should have told everybody about this. The probable cause statement says the alleged attacker also struck a St. Louis police officer before being tased. 
This is Kevin Killeen. Some top Democrats in St. Louis are softening their stance on Circuit Attorney Kim Gardner, Aldermanic President Megan Green. I would not support her resignation at this point in time. And Mayor Tashara Jones asked if the election were today, could you vote for Gardner? Oh, that's a tough question. The word is they don't want to burn bridges with Gardner in case she survives the storm, and they don't want to give Missouri's Republican governor the chance to appoint a replacement. From the KMOX business desk, Boeing is handing out bonuses, including big money for Missouri. The aerospace company says they're distributing $141 million among the 16,000 workers in our state in their performance-based incentive program. Overall, Boeing is putting $1.2 billion into the incentives to well-performing workers. The bonuses are considered a significant boost for local economies where Boeing has facilities like St. Louis. The man charged in an execution-style shooting on a downtown street Monday ordered held without bail. 23-year-old Deshaun Thomas denied bond Wednesday after an attorney said the suspect is homeless, suffers mental illness and drug dependency, and was a victim himself of violent crime. A video of the shooting went viral on social media nationwide. Covering St. Louis City Hall. Some top Democrats in St. Louis City government now taking a softer stance on the future of St. Louis Circuit Attorney Kim Gardner. Aldermanic President Megan Green was asked if the election were today, would she vote for Gardner? Um, I, you know, that's a question I don't feel like I can answer in a hypothetical. Um, we don't know what the election will look like. And uh, and so, I'm, I'm, you know, what I will continue to say, though, is, you know, my office is here to assist her in any ways necessary to make sure that her office is functional and can uh, rebuild trust with the the, the residents of the- Green says if Gardner's out, Missouri's Republican governor would appoint a replacement, and that is something she wants to avoid. Mayor Jones also saying she's willing to meet with Gardner to help her make the office work. A City Hall insider says the mayor doesn't want to burn bridges in case Gardner survives. A fight broke out yesterday afternoon at Granite City High School, prompting a police response. Major Nick Novosich says they were called to the campus. The situation was quickly brought under control. No injuries were reported. Students were kept in their classrooms until school was let out. It's unclear yet how many students were involved or whether any were taken into custody. Now, the latest from Missouri's capital. The Missouri House gave preliminary approval to a bill for the state to take over the St. Louis Police Department. Democrats all were opposed, including Representative Deb Lavender of Manchester. I'm not sure, are the police officers asking for state control or are they asking for help? I'm not sure I hear them asking for state control. I know they're asking for you to all take guns out of the hands of kids. Opponents also noted Kansas City has seen crime increase despite state control over their police department. The bill awaits a final vote before heading to the Senate. A bill to ban discussion of sexual orientation or gender identity heard by the Missouri House Education Committee Wednesday, Representative Ann Kelly. It is the parents' job to teach their children about sexual orientation and gender identity. Parents decide how they want to handle those topics. They do not have a place in a school setting. The bill would also direct educators to inform parents should there be behavioral changes in their children while at school. It's the latest in a line of so-called parents' bill of rights measures. No action was taken by the committee. Many municipalities will ask voters in April if there should be a 3% local sales tax imposed on marijuana. If it passes, Missouri's Secretary of State Jay Ashcroft explains where that money would go. That should be part of the actual uh, amendment or, or ballot question that the people are, are answering. A lot of the funds from marijuana under the Constitution are earmarked for veterans, I believe, and also for education. Ashcroft says he doesn't like tax increases, but if it's on your ballot, he encourages you to look at the language carefully. He says that way you'll know not only what the increase would be, but where the money will go. 
A pair of state representatives from Wentzville have filed legislation asking the state to investigate whether residents of St. Louis and St. Charles counties could receive compensation over nuclear waste. Republicans Trisha Burns and Richard West will have their bills heard in committee next Tuesday. The bills would have the state seek money from the federal government for Manhattan Project contamination. Missouri Attorney General Andrew Bailey warning pharmacy companies against shipping abortion pills, saying it violates federal and state laws. Bailey is joined by 18 other attorneys general in sending a letter to Rite Aid, Walgreens and CVS after they announced they're seeking FDA approval to mail the pills. Major supermarket chains with pharmacies such as Kroger's and Walmart have also been warned. St. Louis All Local is produced by the KMOX News Team. Subscribe to the All Local on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.